0: Today on MTP, we recap a wild week 8 in the NFL, we preview week 9 for our power rankings for the week, and we try and figure out what the fuck is going on with the Boston Celtics. This is Missing the Point, episode 94. But it's all relative. Welcome into Missing the Point. I am Michael Marcangelo, joined alongside by Hollywood Ray, Rayshon Buchanan, our EP, uh, Craig D'Alessandro. We're going to talk Week 8 of the NFL. We're also going to end uh, with the Boston Celtics. But before we get uh, Rayshon's blood pressure up too high, let's start with the positives. Week 8, NFL, the New England Patriots went in to SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles and earned a really good win against what we think at this point is a really good up and coming Chargers team. So, uh, watching that game, Ray, what were your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, the final score should have been 27 17. And I know I'm nitpicking, but uh, Jalen Mills is a fucking joke. Can you go there? That, that's one card. <laughs> Jalen Mills is awful. I'm just I'm sick of seeing him in his green hair on on the field. You know, he calls off the green goblin, but he gobbles up nothing on the field. Uh, you know, how ironic as we go into the turkey season. But, anyways, yeah, he, he's just not that good. But no, I, I, was, I was happy to see. Uh, the day one against the quality opponent. We've, we've been clamoring for this all season. You know, you and I went back and forth, Mike, because you got my blood pressure going by saying it was a fake win a few weeks ago. I figured what team they beat, but but I think it was just the Houston game. And I'm like, look, man, this team ain't good enough to talk about what's a fake win or what I like. They just need to win games. So whatever we can see in the win column, whatever we can see the, oh yeah, we, we need to see that. I don't care, if it's against the 2008 Detroit Lions. Like you, oh. you need to win a game. So it, it was pleasing to see Asia Phillips Looked great out there. Uh, it was good to see him perform with this uh, his, his former team, and yeah, like I said, it was a great performance all the way around. And it looks like they're you know they made another building block. So I was excited to see the see them see the win on the road again.
0: I think I think the best part about this win for me is, is that you know Mac didn't play great. Like they no. won in spite of the fact that he did not have to play great. The, the defense, you know, it, that also wasn't a, a great showing, but they made those key plays at those key moments to steal and seal the game. I thought that Jalen Mills uh touchdown, man, I mean, you don't get better coverage. He was in the right spot. He was doing the right things. He just couldn't come down with the ball. It always happens. Yeah, I think that's gonna, you know, that's that's gonna be something that, that always happens. But at least he wasn't like every other Patriots d- defensive back from, you know, the mid two thousands that just refused to turn their head. He made a play on the ball. He just didn't make he just could not make the play.
1: He's turning into Kyle Arrington for casual patch fans. Type it up. He's turning into Kyle Arrington. Craig frowns his face. Well, Kyle Arrington sucked I didn't too. Know. I, did, so I didn't hate Kyle Arrington. Kyle Arrington was good. It was a good slot corner. I Well, I don't remember. I don't remember him being good. <laughs> I, I just I, I don't remember a play that he had. that I was like, man, this guy is out there. I don't know. Maybe a sterling more. I don't know. Like I said, I'm just saying the guys that we had early 2010 that just wasn't that guy. Uh, and granted, Mills is not here on crazy money, so it is what it is. But yeah. I just can't believe that today, as we record this on the trade deadline day, that they didn't look to get secondary help. You lost Jonathan Jones. You know, you're, you obviously, you know, your best corner that you had, you know, basically quit on you. were now back home in Carolina, you face him going into next week. So, I mean, I, to me, I just don't know how, I mean, help. They had a guy there in Carolina. His name was A.J. Bouye. You know him very well because you faced him a few years ago in the AFC Championship game. You know what he could play. Uh, he's also the cousin of Jalen Brown. That's a fun fact. So yeah, I just think he's someone that could have been brought here. So I know that's kind of a little bit off script, but I just think that, you know, they need a secondary help. Like I'm a little star from Jalen Mills at this moment. If you haven't yeah,
0: noticed. I, I, I couldn't tell, but I mean, this, uh, this win, uh, just to focus on on the good aspects of it. Again, this is <laughs> right. their, this is their first quality opponent, and when you look at and, you, and when you look at their quality opponents this year, they hung tight with the Bucks, they hung tight with the Cowboys, and now they were finally able to do the things that they needed to do to walk away from a uh, the W. And I think uh, I think this is a one that you can build on. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna compare this team to the 2001 team. Right, Every, everyone likes to do that after the Rams lost, you know, five and five. Young quarterback. I don't know if uh, I don't know if we have that many Hall of Famers on the defensive side of the ball uh, on this team, but this is something that you can build on. And I think just having the fact, like I said uh, a couple minutes ago, Mac looking like a rookie, and they still win like that. He's had to look better than maybe he actually is so far in order in order just to keep them in games, or in order to overcome uh, a deficit against the Houston freaking Texans. But this time the team was able to do it. So, you know, before uh, before the Bucks game, you and I were on, Ray, that you and I were talking after that Bill Belichick can kind of still, he can still game plan. Was this more of Bill Belichick game planning for Justin Herbert? Or was this the Chargers absolutely just uh, shitting their pants in the moment?
1: Well, I mean, there's an old school song by the Whispers called The Beat Goes On. And, you know, that that's what it is when it comes to Bill Belichick and young quarterbacks. The beat goes on. He continues to get the job done. And, you know, I mean, granted, I didn't like, listen, we weren't going to shut him out for to three, nothing like we did last year. I knew that wasn't happening because it was 45. Yeah. For sorry, 45. No, sorry. Excuse me. One of the worst games I've ever seen beat 45. Well, no. Yeah, it was. It was. It was wild. Because even the Kerry Harry looked good last year. He looked good. But you know what? Maybe he needs to play in L.A. all the time. We, we, we can get into that shortly. But he, he, <laughs> he just looks somewhat decent whatever he's in five Stadium. So maybe he needs to be out there. Uh, But she missed it because four o'clock is already gone. But anyways, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. So I'm. I, I, you know, I definitely lost my train. I thought of that because I was trying to make jokes about Mikael Harry. But
0: I think the point was, is, can, can Belichick, is, is Belichick still good? Yeah, you?
1: Belichick is still game plan when he needs to. Uh, Herbert has not looked good the first two times matching up. I think he eventually will catch Bill at some point. I think he's, like I said, when you're two thirty. 230. Uh, like I said, we got to give Bobby credit. Bobby's the one that was saying that he was going to be a problem. I was just like, look, a back from Oregon. I just don't see... Uh, what he's going to be. I kind of, anybody in the Pac-12, like, I just don't really think that they're going to be much of anything, but he is the prototype. Uh, You know, so I had to throw that in there since we're we're all three of us are wrestling fans and we all know what that means as an insider. But yeah, he's he's definitely the prototype and, you know, who knows? He may be the guy in that division. I know Craig may think so but he damn sure don't think the other guy in that division is going to be the guy. So, you know, I'm pretty sure Craig thinks that Herbert's going to be the guy. But yeah, no, this is definitely game planning. I definitely think. Also, I forgot they have a rookie head coach as well. I mean, even you know, I mean Anthony Lynn, would they got me too. Let I me mean, let's even you know. Let's not let's not yep. get all, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But rookie head coach, I'm like, listen, he's, he's what well, he's four and August against rookie coaches this year. I think so. That's not, you know, you don't stand much of a chance. Like that's not happening unless you have a great team around you that they can win in spite of uh, the coach.
0: Would this win have uh, Would this win have meant more if the Chargers didn't get their doors blown off the week before against the Ravens, or is this still a real quality win?
1: No, it's, it's still a quality win. I mean, listen, you know the Ravens episode two weeks ago said you know they're a good team, so that that happens. And listen, once again, it's the it's the best week by week soap opera. Any given Sunday, somewhere can get beat, right? So you know we're going to get into that. When we talk about the Jets shortly, but yeah, no, it doesn't mean any less. This team needs to string together. That's Bill Belichick's worst because you see when they do the patch inside the locker room, they need to string together wins. And yeah, I mean, it, it, I am going to fall into the easy narrative. It does look a little bit like oh one, not saying that they're going to win the Super Bowl, but. You know that that game last week against the Jets winning fifty four thirteen. There was a team they beat forty four to thirteen that year. I mean the year they won 0-1. Now granted, Mike White ain't, ain't pay Manning, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> but you know we're not. Y'all, we, we, I'll never be blasphemous to put him in that category. But you know uh, that win propelled them you know, later on into the season, you know, granted, they're still going to have more. So we look at them like, yo, what the hell is going on? But if they are to make something out of the season, even if they make at least a division around, you know, we're going to look back at these, this season, this stretch of the season and say, you know what? They had a rocky start and they found a way to bite the ship and let Matt go. Now, as far as Matt goes, right, we talked about it. 60, was, was 16 to 33, 205. Yes. Plus. Yeah, it, 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 like, listen, pedestrian, right? Pedestrian at best. Game managers type the game for sure. I um, mean, I say he's been a game manager really all year, right? Like, he's not going to turn them all over, you know, crazy. I do like the throw he had to Henry. I do like the couple throws he had to Jacoby. I love that Nelson Aguilar finally held on to a ball. My God. Um, they're all fucking weak though, Nelson. Well, <laughs> actually, no, let me say that back. No, we, we need you to catch that. But it'd be another win. If you would caught the Demarius Thomas type pass, zero blitz. You were gone because he could fly when he catches the ball. He's out of there. They would have won the game, but whatever. Needless to say, it is what it is. You know, uh, Dallas got that win. But yeah, I, I think it's actually good that we've already seen a game that he throws for under 50%. Granted, we don't want that every week, but it also lets us know that they're starting to entrust him more with the offense. They go as far. Is number ten is going to take him at this moment, and that sounds crazy that a rookie is going to lead You know, and as they say, someone young shall lead them. Well, that's what's happening right now. Someone young is leading them, and he has to continue to lead them uh, you know, to whatever you know status they're going to get to, not just this season but beyond. Are we to the
0: point now where we trust Damian Harris? Because I do.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm. I'm on the bandwagon. You know, him and Stevenson are the future.
0: Is it too much to say that he's our our most powerful running back since Corey Dillon? I mean, we're gonna forget
1: about the law firm.
0: Yeah, I oh I forgot all about that Jarvis Greenhouse. Yeah. I, I mean he was a thousand yard
1: rusher, so I mean let's I mean, let's show him what's that quest. So, so is Antoine Smith. I mean, but they but they they won with Smith though. They didn't win with uh, with the law firm, unfortunately. But no, um yeah, I, I mean I mean whatever, I'll buy into this is not that's not something to really debate. I'll I'll take that. And but we'll say I would love to get I would love to see him get sixteen hundred thirty-five yards though. I would love to see that. <laughs> uh, and that that means that we'll be back in so far. <laughs> Come February, You can book that, baby. If we got 1,700 yards and then back doesn't need it, you can, you can rest assured we'll be re- representing the AMC as a team You're in 2021. New England Patriots, like, that would be happening. And yeah, I may sound like a homer. Oh, well, sorry, Joe. I know what else will sound like the homer. Oh, well, I'm going to sound like a homer. <laughs> if, we, if we get those type of numbers, you can rest assured we'll be representing the AMC. Um, that that's just how I see because the AMC is wide open. Wide open. Sorry. Wide open.
0: Wow. Yeah, but before we move on from this game, I, I think I would be remiss if I didn't just talk about one negative thing. Maybe it's not a negative. Maybe it's an area, maybe it's an area for them just to improve upon. Mm-hmm. Can, can we please just get the tight ends involved more? Please? I mean, in this game, I, I I know that if we're compared to last year, it's so much better, but last year was an nice. absolute fire. I mean, when you think about it this way... Last two years. Yeah, the tight ends uh, c- combined for three catches... And forty six yards, you, 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 we're not paying close to a hundred million dollars for that. You got to do more. You have to.
1: Yeah, I mean that, that's also on the game planning, right? So you know, uh, Je- Jesse Josh gets a break for me momentarily. Uh, once again, you can get that shirt at 2 dot But I, he gets a break for me momentarily because he's called a great game recently. But listen, uh, was it the Dallas game? Was it the Dallas game or no? It was a game or it was a, no? It was a game last week before he got hurt. Like John, featuring Jonathan Smith early, I was like, hello, <laughs> like, <laughs> do, do you not see what's going on? Like the man in space is a problem. He's a problem. Ladies and gentlemen, like get this man, the ball. Great. Obviously you can't control injuries, but I'm like, yo, him in open space. Hello. We, we need playmakers. Like, what are you doing, Josh? What are we doing? Bill, so whoever's behind it, like, what are we doing? So I think he sees Henry as a security blanket, meaning Mac. So we see that connection already. Uh, so I think we'll see that as we kind of go into December and, you know, football gets a little colder, give it to a bigger body, you know, kind of see what happens. But yeah, we need to see them tight end, uh, you know, sweeps. You know, we need to set the tight end screens. We need to see the seam routes. You know, we need to see the you know, the uh, the comeback routes. Whatever we can do to get those guys in. And for God's sake, please get Kobe Myers a touchdown. I know, right? Like, damn, damn. Like, it's just like, just get him in there. Like, he, he does all the dirt roll, he, He's becoming our new Edelman. He's becoming he's becoming that. Please get him in that. I know Craig thinks he's nothing but a number three. That's okay. We don't have to argue that. You're right, Craig. As, as of now, you're right. So I'm not gonna go back and forth on that. But he does sturdy work. Get this man in the end zone. Uh, he helps the offense as much as anybody on this team right now, in my opinion. Uh, he, he deserves it. Like so he should have what the throwing touchdowns I've ever seen. I was about to drive the, the
0: Boston a slap, you just put he just quit Julian Alman and Jacoby Myers in the same sense.
1: He, he's no, but he's becoming that guy on on, on this team. Absolutely, guy that, that's a possession guy. Absolutely, that's not, not far fetched.
0: Just to be clear, Craig Edelman wasn't Edelman until t- 2013, and he was a number three up until right. they they, they, they right. decided to not pay Wes. So, and even on the team for three years at that point, doing nothing, nothing, just fielding punt returns. Right. So, exactly. But let, sure. let, let, let Jacoby uh, mature because he was the only bright spot in the offense last year. Right, uh, and I think he, he's now he's your mission reliable. You know what? When you, if you throw him a ball, he's going to catch it. But well, sorry, last thing: is it me, or am I wrong to think that Bill took over the defense again? Because this felt more like he was scheming as opposed to Gerard Mayo, who I love, and his mm-hmm. uh, his cocaine addict looking son Stephen, uh, <laughs> in terms of a uh, of a game plan. This felt like a game plan that you would see, you know. Let, let's say in, in twenty eleven, right when we didn't have a very good secondary, but they were able to piece together enough wins and hold them in the red zone enough, to, you know, to get the, to the Super Bowl that year and make a deep playoff run. This defense is more talented, I think, than twenty eleven. But this felt all like all scheme.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it, it has to be right in, in order for them to to get to where they want to go. And like I said, we we clamored for it a few weeks ago. He needs to have his hand in more, you know, and more of the defense or whatever. I mean, like I think he, Randy Moss and some other guys alluded to it, too. Like, he knows offense as well. Like, you have to, you can't be around the game as long as he's been and not know something on the offensive end, right? Like, that's just, that just comes with the territory. But, yeah, it, it looks like he is. And, and, I, and if, if so, thank God. Because Steve Belichick, once again, narcissism is real. Nepotism. Yeah, yeah, that too. Narc- ne- narcissism, <laughs> nepotism, whatever word would end. You know, it's also that though. It's both words. But he just, he just needs, he he, he needs to have a seat. He needs to have a seat. He, he needs to maybe join us and just watching the game, not on the show necessarily. Well, if you want to come on, Craig, reach out to you. But of the show, I just, I just to me, yeah, <laughs> I just, I don't, yeah, I'm thankful that Bill said, okay, enough's enough. You know, it's time for me to take over. If that's the case, you know, like I said, we know Matt Patricia right now is just here collecting checks. Steve Bell's right now is collecting checks, checks. So.
0: Thank you, Detroit, because we're not paying him anything.
1: Oh, yeah. So cool. Whatever. Yeah. So like I say. So yeah, yeah, appreciate that. But He's literally just here, you know, just as a photo op on on the sidelines, clearly. But yeah, but if that's the case, hopefully Bill is doing that. I've had it up and down relationship with Bill this season. I've had moments when I've wanted him to get him in Nike in the car and, you know, ship him off Phil Logan. I'm, I, I'm I'm not going to lie. I felt he's out of touch. And he's still out of touch with things. I'm not going to back off of that, but he's still doing enough. To show that he's still that guy when he, when he, what, what he do you think Bill's out of touch with finding offensive talent? Still it's there, and even it's that, but it's also this isn't this is not Are you
0: sure because it kind of feels like he nailed the quarterback position, the running back position. You no, know, the
1: quor- quor- quarterback, I think he's he's been fine overall since he's been here. I I, I think even you know, how even Castle, Castle being a seven-round pick was able to help get them over to five. Castle was a pro Bowl in this league. Uh, obviously you know Jimmy G has been a starter doesn't mean he's, he wasn't the greatest or he has been the greatest but he's been a starter yep. um, he's, he's been to the Super Bowl so you no know, quarterback yes running back he's done pretty well yeah. was undrafted enough but I mean we know he sucks a wide receiver yeah it's just like I feel like he's really good with the offensive line but I, I don't know it's just certain things I'm just like that but I think if we just boil it down he's just really bad at drafting wide receivers yeah. I mean, but I mean, but in this era that matters more than anything else. Like this is you can't you can't get by with Detroit Brothers and David Pants in the world. And that and that's what our receiver quote looks like an old one type. You know what I'm saying? Like that. It can't be you need those, you need those Jerry Judy type guys in the league now. You just do. And it can't be Gunnar being a guy that shape and he's not even playing, but it can't be those sample guys. Uh maybe one or two of those guys. It'd be cool to see Andy Isabella come back here, who was a U UMass product. That'd be cool to get him uh back here uh today but it, it, it didn't work out that way but no but far as far as the out of touch i mean on the defensive side is definitely the linebackers like yeah. this this is not this is not 1986 like this is not carl banks this is not you know this is not LT. you know and granted obviously I, of course i fucking love to have an lt type of guy uh duh but it's just like you're not gonna find that guy and let's just say this let's put it out there Dante hightower my good sir, it is time to enjoy your fan. It's time, it's time, my brother. You already got a glimpse of it last year, and I think you liked it. And that's fine. You you brought you helped bring us three rings, helped the greatest comeback of all time in Super Bowl history with that ship sack of Matt Ryan and the rest was history. So, for, sir, we're, we're forever indebted. You're in the Patriots Ring of Honor. You're you're probably the best fifty four to I mean, He's better than Bruschi. That's just my opinion. Um, you know, I, it's it, but it's time. It's time, my. You're you're starting to look like me out there. It's it's time to go. That play that Justin Jackson had two or three years ago, he's getting smacked and that ball might get fumbled. He had that man all skates and he bowed down to him on the field, and <laughs> Justin Jackson was gone. Gone. Thank God that his cousin JC Jackson caught him, even though they ended up scoring like two of the plays after, or literally like the next play after. But I was like, wow. I'm like, you made him look that foolish in the hole. I said, This is this is not good. Like you, you need to get a linebacker that is smaller that can knock someone on their ass. Dante Hightower, Hightower is no longer that guy. What do you, you think?
0: You're not going to bait me into a Hightower or over Bruschi fight. You're just not going to do that. So <laughs> we're just going to we're just going to bypass that. I mean, they that, they're
1: both three-time champions, and they
0: yeah, one, one, one would, had, uh, was definitely more skilled. One was more opportune. I'll leave it to that. Like Bruschi sure. won you more games than, than Hightower did. Now Hightower is probably a better player uh all around more but but I, w- I would say you know you you want you can't lose with either of them but it, it, it to well, your, that's true <laughs> to your point it feels to me uh like belichick's prototype of a linebacker is more like a gerard mayo just a big guy gets a lot of tackles yeah doesn't make a lot of like a Willy you know, a willie McGinnis he was he's a hall of famer but like that stature big and like to your point right mazel all Will- little. In the league, in the league now, like you can't do that. You have to have you have to have Judon or, or or multiple Judons, right? Someone said that he's the savior of the defense. He is the reason why that you're four and four, and you know maybe you're not, you know, two and six. I mean, you should be better than four and four, but he is the reason why you you are at least where you are. Um, we game in the NFL had a lot of surprises, right? A lot of shocking uh, wins or losses depending on who you were rooting for. I did not see. New Orleans, the New Orleans Saints beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 36-27. I thought that uh, Tampa Bay was just rolling; they were a wagon. And lo and behold, uh, Jameis Winston and Trevor Simeon were were enough to that and and that defense. I, I, I don't think I don't think that they don't get talked about enough nationally. Uh, but the Saints' defense is real, and, and it is fast. It is opportune. And they were able to, obviously, to take the ball away from Brady twice. Uh, and again, they were able to, I, I think they created, did they create a fumble as well? Yeah. So, I mean, they were just all over the ball. But when you're watching that game, when you see, you know, Tom Brady walking into the to the Superdome and it's, you know, Jameis Winston uh, who started the game. Obviously, he went down with, with a season-ending injury. Did it ever cross your mind that this was not going to be uh, a, a Buccaneers
1: win? Well, I mean, last year, New Orleans dominated them in the number as Well, I mean, obviously, Drew Brees was the quarterback, so uh, that had a little bit to do with it, but I wanted to humble some of my friends at the Saints fans, and you may be listening to the show. So, first, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. What
0: many friends do you have? A lot of friends, dude. I,
1: a lot I, of I, friends. A lot. All, all, all over. All over, thankfully. Uh, this is why they helped download the show, so thank you. <laughs> he's, got, uh, uh, he's,
0: got, he's got pros in different area codes, you know what I mean? And and I, that's,
1: that's, 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 that's right, baby. Shout out to Luda. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, you know, they I want to humble Saints fans. You got hype when y'all smacked them in the random season last year. Or I am not just smack them, but I said you beat them. Okay, well, you beat them, whatever. It doesn't matter. whether you win by one or win by whatever wins a win, right? When it came to the game that mattered in your house, he sent y'all home and he said Drew was home for good. Less, less relaxed. That being said, Dennis Allen needs a head coaching job at some point. Um, I know he's been there with Sean Payne for a while. Dennis Allen deserves a job. I said that defense was phenomenal. And listen, Brady has those games every now and then that you're just like, what is going on? He's had a few against the Bills, had a few against the Jets, where he just, he has a few one games against Chicago last year. You know, he, he just has those moments every now and then where you're like, okay, what is this guy? Now I feel bad for the next team they face no. <laughs> because it's it's going to be one of those five touchdowns, one, one interception. I don't know, excuse me, type type of game. So, but yeah, I mean, listen, give New Orleans credit; they did what they were supposed to do at home. I feel for Jameis; I think he was having a bounce back season. Um, I mean, Lord knows they came here and 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 white. So yeah, he was doing his thing. So now, you know, it's a song. Taysom Hill was on. Uh, I I listen. I can not fucking believe it. Tre- Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. I thought I, I thought he was out of the league. I, I, yeah, I, I thought he was on the couch like how we were. But I'm I'm like Trevor Simeon came in. And, and, and did and did that, then again, you know, we saw stuff with Mike White. I said, we'll get into that. But I, I said, wow. So, I mean, listen, just off that, like, listen, <laughs> Trevor said would have got the game ball for me as soon as we got off the field. Here, here's the game ball. <laughs> you got it. Congratulations. But yeah, yeah, it, like I said it was a little bit shocking. But then again, like I said, it's a super dome. You know, wacky things have happened down there. And regardless of what I may think of the offense or the team as a whole, uh, their defense has been the lead for several years. And that is a big part uh, due to, you know, to Dennis Allen. So um, he always has them ready.
0: Tell you what, I, I mean, it's not often that Tom Brady has a stat line of 28 for 40, 375 yards, four touchdowns and two picks, and that's a loss. You know what I mean? Like that, that's not a bad game. Yeah, two turnovers, sure, but four touchdowns? I mean, he he's just not ready. For, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound weird. I don't think he's ready for that team and that spot in the regular season. I don't think, he, I, I, for some reason, I just don't think he gets up for that. He, I don't think he wants to go back there in the in the playoffs. I think he'd rather well, host that game, but he's not afraid to do that either, right? You know, I mean, divisional opponents, divisional match, matchups are hard. I mean, he won all on the road last year.
1: Every game on the road.
0: Yeah, but he, Every I mean, game. they got smacked by the Saints in the Superdome
1: last year to start the season. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they did, but it's just like, I. Once again, you say that he don't get up and want. I'm I'm tell I'm telling you for a fact. No does not want to see him. I don't I don't care if it's at uh, at Epcot at Disney. I'm telling you, they don't want to see Tom Brady in the playoffs, and it doesn't matter where. It doesn't matter where. It doesn't matter when. They don't want to see that man because in their in their heart of hearts, they know their vacation begins the moment you see 15 minutes on the clock in this quarter one. They know it's time. It's over. So they, they don't want to see him. They read the face that other 12 in Green Bay, who's also playing phenomenal, but he he ain't that 12 down in Tampa Bay. And no. I've said it on the show religiously and I tend to say that. I don't care how good he looks in the regular season. You know, they're the Utah Jazz of, of the NFL. But like I said, that's that's just a crossover of thing. But yeah, listen, Tom Brady when it matters most. And yeah, it's hard it's hard. Like you said, it's hard it's already it's year twenty two. Yeah. No, you keep know, lamented about a year guy back. It's year nineteen for LeBron. Well, it's year twenty two for Tom Brady. And yeah, it, it's hard to get up for certain games, divisional pulling or not. You know, it's, it's, it's just not. And once again, they put up twenty seven. So I think they were feel more into it than last year. Obviously, I think they remember what happened. It was like, okay. We're trying to do whatever we can. They were down what they were down what twenty six to seven or twenty one seven at, at one point. Twenty three seven. Twenty three seven. And you know, because I, I was like, I'm like, uh, it's just once again, people I know it was talking a while. I said, mm, this game is not over it and you think it's over you're you're drunk high or a mix of both and you know literally I, I went to get popcorn in a mountain Dew zero sugar not a sponsor and it was they had the lead i said wow <laughs> wow just what like that product? just just like that yeah so i was just like this dude is is it's ridiculous but you know i say, hey you know kind of reminded me of the 06 AFC championship game you know because i forget the corner that got the pick but he, he showed away like marlon jackson there and i was like who I'm having PTSD. <laughs> I'm having PTSD at the moment, but uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's going to happen. You're allowed one sticker a year, maybe even two, but, you know, he's going to bounce back. That team as a whole is going to get bounced back. And guess what? NFL and NFC, they're getting healthy at the right time. So look out. It, it, you just think
0: about Brady's career in Tampa so far. He's, uh, what is he? Uh, he's 20 and seven. Total. And uh, in, in so far, he's one, in, he's one in three against the
1: Saints. Yeah, That's- I mean, well, I mean, there because I mean, cause, I mean I, but you know, they, you know what, though? I, they I mean, granted, i mean well, remember the Kimbrough Thompson's all uh, touchdown. You know, you can have your you can have your man. And,
0: I'm in Tampa just in Tampa. And, and
1: you, right? No, no, I'm saying about I, I mean, overall, though, like they've they he struggled against those stage team like in in New Orleans, though, in New Orleans, he struggled against them. Oh, yeah, Mike, 2009. Yeah, whenever he's been home, you know, which I, know, I lose to your point about you know having to host a game. Uh but when it when they've been at home in the regular season, you know, he's done fairly well. But like I said, I, I just listen, one game for your life, as you as your, your famous quote, this is to be on the t-shirt too. Gun to your head. Um that used to be on the shirt too. Gun to your head, one game, you know, who you you probably go can't with? do that in twenty twenty one for but right, gotta, gotta be a little more uh, PC than that. My bad. Well, <laughs> either way, what, one game you play you have lives on the line, that's more blood, that's more PC. You're rocking with Tom Brady, forever and all
0: it's, it's a tough loss. It's, it's a surprising win for the Saints. 44-year-old Tom Brady, he's still the guy I would choose in a one-game situation that you needed to win over any other quarterback in the league right now or that has been in the league ever. He's my guy. i you, you still trust him. At this stage of his career, he can still do all the things that he needs to do to win. Upping the shock factor, though. You know, you've mentioned this a couple of times. Bengals walk into uh, MetLife Stadium, five and two to face the one and five Jets. Mike White is the starting quarterback. I didn't even know. I, I didn't even know where this kid was from. No clue. Right. He proceeds to go thirty-seven to forty-five for four hundred and five yards, three touchdowns, two picks, and a thirty-four to thirty-one win over the Tiger King and the Cincinnati Bengals. Ray, talk to me.
1: I mean, as you see. My, my jaw is dropping as you were giving off those stats. Instantly, they turned to me in Cincinnati turned into Peter Warwick, the whole Corey Dillon, and Achilles Smith. You know, that does some name drops to you there. But I said, wow, what that that, that is un, that's unreal. That's unreal. You know, even let's go back to John Carter too. Let's go, let's go even further back, right? But then that's what they looked like. All of a sudden, I'm like, damn, like I guess, I guess the Jets? Like, this is how you're looking, but hey. This this Jets team. Listen, me and Joe have been on the bandwagon for Robicella you know, it, it really is really ABG with me and Joe. Anybody but Gates. But <laughs> listen, <laughs> uh, Robosella to coach like that. He's here. It would have been easy for them to say "fuck this guy" after losing 54-13. to come back and beat a team that that was first. I think in the AFC, not just the, um, not just the AFC North, but in the AFC as a whole. Uh, let me know that he has an ear, he has their ear in that locker room and they will run through a wall for him clearly. So like I said to beat the Titans, to beat the, to beat the Bengals, two good teams. Granted, they're still a few seasons away from being a serious contender, uh, but they're building something there in, in New York for sure. And I think that's not to be taken uh, lightly. But yeah, I mean... This sounds wild, but I'm like, are we on the Mike White hype train? Are we keeping Zach? Wilson? Are we keeping Zach Wilson on the bench? He, he's looked better than Zach Wilson's looked all year, and that, that's not that's not an exaggeration. I know people say, oh, he's trolling. He's I'm like, nah. Check the numbers. Mike White these last two games against Austin against Cincinnati. You know, he he's looked like the guy that should be starting. And great, he's been in the league for a few years, but yeah, it's not like he's been playing and he was on your fantasy team every week. You didn't, you didn't, no casual fan knew who this guy was. Outside the college, he may have went to when it's friends and family for whatever talent he's in. He's balling. And I say, let it rock. It's about winning games, Robert. This ain't about protective feelings. Let him play until he shows that he completely sucks. Let him play. That's how I see it. Yeah, it, it's, it's okay, because he's not choking. He's not choking right now. He, he's balling. So let him continue to play. And, you know, yeah. You're
0: saying that you would, at this point in time, if Zach Wilson is healthy, based on what you've seen from Mike White, have Zach Wilson sit your number two overall pick of this year's draft out. What has he done?
1: What, what has Zach Wilson done to say, okay, you can say he's been started. They did it because they had no hope. They've won. They've won these two games or they've won another game with this guy. And he's looked, like I said, he's looked better than Zach Wilson's looked all year. That is not uh, a <laughs> prediction. It's a spoiler. It's a spoiler, baby, that he's looked better than him. And yes, we get it. Like, he can easily turn into Mike Glennon next week. I, I, I get that. Once again, sorry to, you know, no shade on Mike Glennon, but, you know, hey, shout out to your agent, too, for getting you 15 million a a few years ago. So, I
0: mean, he might also turn into jo- to, to Josh Johnson, who came in in relief for him a little bit, right? We don't know what Mike, Micah... personally,
1: I thought he was out of the league, too. Me, too. Why? I was like, what is this? Yeah, like, what's going on in New Yorkland? What is going on? But I was like, Josh Johnson from like Tampa? From yeah. seven eight yeah. years ago, that Josh Johnson? That's that's that once again, that's that's crazy. And it once again, I hate to, to make it about this guy, but I'm like, the they you just say, okay, so Mike White, Doug Johnson, and then that guy in Seattle, Geno Smith, like listen, Cam, if you're listening, bro, I know you wouldn't got the vaccine. I'm, I don't know what you do in my scenes, but bro. Get a coach that Can help with that arm motion, and do something because these cat when you're at your best cam, these dudes are not in your fucking stratosphere, bro. I'm sorry. Like I I, I cannot believe <laughs> that these <laughs> I- I'm the job. And Cam Newman <laughs> is on the couch watching TV like you and me. I- that blows my mind. And granted, I know how he looked last year. But it's like, damn, if he's on and his mind is right, there's no way those guys, you're not telling me those guys are better than Cam Newton as a dual threat. That's just my opinion, but and I agree, he's, he, I'm not saying he's going to come in and be a Warren Moon. That's not what I what I'm saying. But he as a dual threat, he's better than those guys. But me, just say back to to Mike White, he he, he should have the job until he shows that he's he's not that guy. But
0: what does that do? What does that do to the franchise? Like, what? Think about it. I mean, I, I'm with you. He, I, comes,
1: I, he, he comes back next year and he he gets the job. But if, right now, once again. If you if you're looking to protect for further injury, that's that's how I would be thinking of too, right? If you're looking to protect for further injury, he wasn't entirely ready. They lost their number one uh, lineman, I think, in Mekhi Becton. Left, lost them pretty early, right? So all that is going on, and you're you're white hot, no pun intended, with this guy. Then you let him run. It, this listen, this is the and this is the NFL. This is the, like, you're not here to protect feelings. You're here to win games. And it's so ironic this the freaking jets. You know why? Because you play to win the game. That's simple. So if I'm him, fuck the feelings. Go out there and play. That's what you're played. Go out there and play.
0: My my question would be, based on what you just said, like you just listed all the reasons as to why this wasn't going the way of, of Zach Wilson. The number one lineman's <laughs> out. You know, he whatever. But let's say, you know, Mike White takes over this team at one and five, and then they, they finish the season at uh you know, let's call it seven and ten. That that's that'd be fucking beautiful for them. Honestly, how do you go back to Zach Wilson? Because all the same obstacles that he had to face, Mike White did, and he overcame them. In reality, he did better. So, like, what does that like what does that do to your number two overall pick?
1: Okay, well, they just keep the search then. Fuck it. Yeah, okay. Oh well. Listen, I, I could care less. As long as we only have to wear about Buffalo in that division, I'm good. <laughs> so, I, don't <laughs> I don't care what the Jets do. I don't care what um, you know, with Mr. Handicap do down there in Miami with two I'm good. So and, as long as they still have troubles and they want to fight back and forth between Wilson and White, I'm cool. No pun intended, but it's a dub for the Patriots. So I'm good. I'm I'm fine with that. But I think, I mean, listen, but I know seriously, like from a psyche standpoint, yeah, that probably would mess with, was that, but like I said, yeah. it's a, it's about protecting the feelings. So if, if that, if that guy is is winning those games right now and you're not at the point that shouldn't be health wise. Yeah. I'm going to sit you out until you're able to come back, you know, get you a, get you another off season out of your belt, you know, maybe get some other weapons, get another alignment or two That can really help the protection, you know, like they did for Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, that's perfectly fine. Um, Zach Wilson's made some throws that you're like, okay, I can see why he's the number two pick. And he's made, you know, some other throws that made some look like Ryan Leaf 2.0. So it's just like, you know, it, it's and, and great. And I would hate to put that on him. That it's early to say that, but I'm just out of the business of protective feelings. Um, like I said, we'll get into that. When we talk about our home team for basketball, but I, I'm just, I'm over over protective feelings. Like if, if, yeah. if that guy's playing, I'm going to ride that wave until I can't ride it. No- I'm
0: with you, right? Like I, I I don't have a horse in this race, right? But if, 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 right. if, I'm, if I'm Zach Wilson and I'm one in five uh, up to this point, And I have all these obstacles and you have Mike White from who the fuck knows university come in and light up the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, shout out to your mom, Mr. Wilson, but like you will be out of this league fast. So figure it out because you have some guy that no one even heard of before is now going to be the media darling. If he can do this, you know, again, seven and 10, if he gets this team to seven and 10, there's there's an actual
1: conversation to to, to be Brad, had. Because of Broadway Joe 2.0. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like literally. He, he's, he's in that conversation with Favre, because Favre won the division. Chad Pennington, which actually that's who he actually reminded me of. This is my white. He, he he looks like a Chad Pennington type guy. But he can throw. Chad Pennington could throw too for the shoulder injury. Uh, for the shoulder injury, Chad Pennington can throw. I think this guy has a I
0: think this guy actually has a cannon. Pennington was a very- No, he, he,
1: no, he, he has a better arm depending. I'm saying. But like, Chad Pennington, before the shoulder industry, industry, before the shoulder injury, you know, he was getting into LaBronius Coles. He was getting into bad was got to So he, he could throw it, but he wasn't a gun slater like, like this kid here. But yeah, but that that's the worst thing. If, if he becomes Chad Pennington, and like I said, Chad Pennington was really good in New York. Hey. <laughs> right. And so, sometimes, I mean, sometimes you just kind of stumble into it, right? Like, and and, and that's okay. Um, Zach, it doesn't mean that Zach Wilson still wasn't the right pick because he was. You know, he, he was there. You want to get him fine, But if it turns out that this guy is better than what you believed, you know, your number two pick was going to be, it's okay to move off. Um, hell, they moved off Darter in two years, so they can move on with Zach Wilson as well. It's all right.
0: I mean, uh, at, like you said, you mentioned Ryan Leaf. I'll sa- I'll just say another more recent name. There's a chance that Zach Wilson is the New York Jets version of Tavares Jackson before Russell Wilson took that job over. That no is- one saw that coming. No one saw that coming. And then he's still here. And I, I don't know if this is going to happen. These are overreactions from one game. Real quick before we get to uh, BK's power rankings. the Daklas, Dallas Cowboys, able to go into Minnesota and play a tough game and come up with a win. I thought Cooper Rush, I I thought he looked really, really good. I mean, I I think it was like 25 of 42 touchdowns. That's what you needed. And then Zeke stepped up in terms of uh, pass blocking. He was not a great runner. I mean, I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, 16 carries, 50 yards wasn't great, but he did a lot of good uh, pass protection. And then Amari Cooper, eight catches 122 yards in that defense again, opportune. They held it. And now like six and one, the Dallas Cowboys, through seven games, have six wins. They have a real team. I think, you know, in that division now, because of Dak's injury, you know, they're already so far ahead of every other team. They pretty much already sewed up the division, right? Right.
1: If if Dak isn't 100 percent do you play him? No. Because it's, it's not about the break of, it's not about the breaking the season. Like, and honestly, if, if I, I mean, it is, but it's not. So if I'm Mike McCarthy, I'm looking at every man in that locker room to say, to a man, do you feel that we can get one on the road if we need to? And if that answer is yes, then I'm saying Dak until I, I absolutely need to play him. Listen, the defense is getting healthier. I know Gallup is coming back soon. You know, Michael Parsons has been everything as advertised if not more I actually thought that's what New was going to get at 15 but obviously you know Matt Jones falling to our lap so either way thank God it worked out for them it worked out for us you know the running game has been where it needs to be most of the season um, it wasn't on Sunday but it has been for most of the season whether it's Zeke or Pollard so they have a two-headed monster you know Cooper's answer to the bell uh, Cooper Rush and Amari Cooper so um, it's definitely been uh, the Coop show or like the old school show uh, they've been hanging with Mr. Cooper that's right uh, you know so that, that, that was good so yeah, I mean listen, they're they're definitely the real deal. To so say otherwise, let's say you're you're like say you or you just want to continue to troll their fans. And listen, they 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 should have, you know, their chest out. I said say you, you've won six out of six, six out of seven games. That that's an awesome start. They yeah. easily look like they easily look like a thirteen win team. They should go thirteen and four. I mean, I'm not gonna on no, crazy no smile when I say this part. I hope they beat the bricks off Kansas City. I don't I know they really don't play them next week, awesome. but I I hope they beat the brakes off them when they play in the city because yeah they beat the Giants yesterday but they don't look good at all they at don't because when win to win twenty to seventeen it's just like okay that Giants team that's two or that's two or five now whatever like you you barely beat them by a field goal bro like nah that that's just and I mean I think Mahomes had a pick in every game this season which is insane
0: I could yeah he doesn't look good their offense doesn't look good at times but their defense is bad it is really really bad I mean we're talking like two thousand and uh 10 patriots bad like not good at all but that team was also 14 to 2 terrible division terrible division
1: sure but i'm saying but yeah but it's just like kansas city at some point needs to i mean denver fell off the Chargers are what now what four and three now uh, i'm about to say oakland but vegas uh surprisingly can could maybe run away with the division they start to keep they keep playing well i know they had a bye week but it's like wow so yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, listen, Kansas City is going to go on a run at some point. That, that's just expected. They just not going to Super Bowl, but they gonna go on a run at some point where everybody's like, oh my God, they can't see you, Chiefs, once again, or doing X, Y, and Z. But yeah, then they're they're, they're, the Super Bowl hopes are, are over. But no, but, but, uh, but back to the Cowboys. I just think that, you know, in the NFC, Tampa is their only concern.
0: Agreed. Uh, moving on to uh, BK's power rankings for, uh, week. is it week nine? Is it week, week nine? nine yeah. power rankings? Yep, week nine, yep. Uh, number one, he has the Los Angeles Rams at seven and one. Number two, uh, he has the Dallas Cowboys at six and one. Oh, I mean, uh, all, I mean, I give him a lot of credit for not doing what, the easy thing and putting the, uh, the Dallas Cowboys as number one. I mean, so we—how would that have been easy? You instantly earn credibility by by doing the right thing. I think Bobby did there. Number three, we we have the Green Bay Packers at seven and one. That they're such a fraud team. As long as that man is your quarterback. You you could go 16 and one. He's already proved it. He'll go 15 and one and lose in this first, first playoff game. He's sackless. Number four, Arizona Cardinals, seven and one. I feel like that's a, a little too low for them. They should probably be a little bit higher. The Bills at five. We uh, may
1: I, beat them No, but go ahead. I do. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah. yeah uh, the i do. The, the Bills at five and five and two. At, mm-hmm. at six, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at six and two. Seven, the Baltimore Ravens at five and two. Eight, the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, off. Off of that Jets loss, man, That's, they should have been just taken off the entire power ranking, so they don't belong there. You think so? Well, listen, here's why. You you have the Saints uh, uh, in the ninth spot at 5-2, and two, and then the Tennessee Titans, who win despite losing their powerhouse running back at 6-2, and two. he has them in 10th. You're telling me that a Cincinnati Bengal team that just got their asses kicked in the fourth quarter by the New York Jets is better than the Tennessee Titans? I don't think so. So,
1: off this game, no, right? Obviously, right? As it currently I,
0: stands. Yeah, as, as, of, yeah as, as it
1: currently stands, right? No, but I do think Cincinnati's been the better team so far this But yeah, like I said, if we're going off current things, then no, obviously, when we lose to the Jets. But then again, Tennessee lost to the Jets too. So it's like, you know, they shouldn't have had them either. But it's just I mean, like the, that. The, so, the, they, that, that's bus, a watch that I've the Bucks fell like
0: three spots because they lost to a team that's still in the power ranking. So you well, he,
1: listen, he, he he knows that, you know, you and I uh, are the two biggest support, Brady supporters on the show. So, you know, he, he wanted to take a little shot at us while we were on. And that's fine. You know, you know, Joe would have said it right there where he need to be, you know, because even, even though he changed he changes that on Brady and Tampa. So we'll, we'll give him credit for that. But yeah, listen, Tampa's where they need to be. In my opinion, like they're not better than those teams right now. I think they will be come, you know, come the end of the season. But honestly I, honestly, I don't have an issue with this. Like, I tell me, he got the teams right. The, t- t- know, the Titans
0: per- should not be in 10th. You know this. You know it.
1: Sure. I mean, if you want to switch them for 8th, with Cincinnati, fine. But I mean, I, that, to me, is the only switch I would do. Sure. Um, and I, can't, I said, we got this far on the show. I, oh, Von Self. Miller. Von Miller, Jesus. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Vaughn Miller to the LA Rams. Like, And dude, this is one of the, I Listen, I don't want to hear about Sally Cat no more. I, I don't want to hear about that shit. They, they, for the last three or four years, they have pushed their chips all the way in and said, we're going to do it. And, you know, I I, saw, I, know, I, can't take credit for this joke, but I thought, I thought it was hilarious. So I, I had to bring it on onto the show. It's like they said the Rams picked Jared Goff number one in 2016. And they said, fuck this. We can't do this again. I <laughs> thought that was hilarious. I think that is spot on. They said, we're giving everybody our draft picks. We don't trust our people to draft. So we're just gonna bring the best players from other teams and bring them in. So that to me is, is awesome. It's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> that's one of the better jokes I've seen today today about that. But I'm like, I, I'm like, wow, Vaughn Miller. Because I'm the way he's out the guy he must was. He don't have to be in that no. fucking weekend. You don't have to be. It, again, it, took a, it took a second and a third. And th- this, this is where it's just like. A second and third, and and I and once again we know how our coach values those day two picks, but I'm like a second and the third for a guy. that's a future Hall of Famer. What what are we? What are we? Well, doing? I mean, what I what I would just you tell doing? you,
0: what I would what I would just tell you right now is that Bill, when Bill does see uh, or he does identify that there is a need for a quarter, uh, at, uh at the traded line, he does do it. Like he wasn't, he got a keep to lead. But the, the, what, there wasn't a need this year, huh? What I I, I think. Now, here's what I think. I don't want to. I don't want to get too more into Patriots talk. I think Bill, now at four and four, thinks with the AFC as wide open as it is, he has enough to make a run. Not a run to the Super Bowl, like maybe to an AFC title game or an AFC divisional game. But I, which will earn him three more years in, in New England, right? Because it will exceed expectations. I don't think it's going to take. I would much prefer Stephon Gilmore to still be here. Trust me, I would. Sure,
1: no, we, we both do, but I'm not. My thing is, and not, not even if you just get a corner. But I'm like, you, you're not telling me just an, an, another piece, whether it's linebacker or like I said, another corner, even with someone that's just there for depth. Like you, you needed to add to this defense, whether it's to make us quicker, whether it's to make us more athletic. Like that's the goal. You lost Jonathan Jones like that. That is that was the speed guy. You're not telling me, unless you think Sean Wade. It's going to become Knuckle Butler 2.0 and please God, it, it would be awesome for that to happen. But we don't know that right now. And granted, I still think teams look at us from the last 20 years and say, I'm not giving them a piece that's going to help put them over the top. I, I firmly believe it. it's the same thing that happened with Danny, even though we weren't over the top every year. It was not like, I'm not training with Danny because he fleeces us. And if that guy sees a talent, that means he can use something and that guy's going to become something. I totally believe that's the case. Why people would trade with Bill like that. However, it's like a second and third rounder, and they're paying $9 of I mean, his that, that, that to me is up bills, and it does that's up his alley. They're paying moves to the salary. You're telling me two picks and $700,000? Like, I, like, Robert Kraft kind of probably <laughs> spent more than that at the parlor he was at. Like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, you've got to go get that guy. Yeah, I said it. I'm sorry. Whatever. You can put that later on if you need to. But he probably spent more, more money there than what Denver spent or whatever. Or LA spent in Vaughn Miller. I just like the, the mentality of pushing all in and just saying, hey, we're going for broke. Now, granted, Rams, go mother whatever. Yeah, I got to get to the Super Bowl. You cannot trade for this guy and, and push all the way. The pressure's on. Or like that old school, he was on. Got to get there.
0: They did all of that to beat Brady in the, in the NFC title game. That's all they did. Or to lose to to lose in them. The, <laughs> but that, they have now Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Vaughn Miller to beat Brady in the NFC title game.
1: Could, could you, you, I mean, granted, this is purely fantasy, but could you imagine if we had a guy, well, we did back in the day, Richard Seymour was phenomenal, but can you imagine if we had a guy like AD up front right now? Like, I mean, listen. And I love Barmore. I think Barmore is the next guy up. Yep. Like he, he's in the next line with Vincent Seymour. All right. been, Like we will not be talking about him in a few years, being that guy. That you're like wow, what a steal he was in the second. But yeah, I, I just that to me would change everything if we had a guy up front that you're like besides Juwan that you'd be like, yo, rusher on the edge that can just get to that guy. That's why I was saying to get someone like Barmore. I actually, I didn't even know he was available. So the fact when I saw that my uh, the group chat went off, like yeah, it was like yeah, Barmore to the Rams. I said to the Rams. I said what? <laughs> I, I, I said, damn! I, I said, man, when you got to go all in, it's it's something in it. But you know, it it is what it is. But you know, we, I'm I'm still burning with desire to talk about our next thing. So I'm I'm, I'm waiting patiently. Let's say, get-
0: Ray, are you ready?
1: I'm ready. Let's let's do it.
0: <laughs> the Boston Celtics last night blew a 19 point third quarter lead, a 14 point fourth quarter lead, and to, to a really good Chicago Bulls team. Sure, but you had that game. You had that game. The Celtics fall to two and five on the year, last in the Atlantic Division. I think they're what, 10th or or, or 11th or 12th in the Eastern Conference? But
1: they're last. I don't, I don't care what the stands say. They're last regardless. They're lost. Well,
0: after everything that happened last year, you know, the GM, Danny, he's gone. Brad, no longer the coach. We saw the same problems. You still can't hold a lead against a good team. Last year was against any team, but you still can't hold a lead late in the game. Never mind that. Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen Brown was 10 of 16 shooting from the field for 28 points through three. He took two shots in the fourth quarter while Tatum was 7 of 14 through the, uh, through three and went one for eight in the fourth. Leads to, again, the leader, quote-unquote, Marcus Smart coming out after the game saying that Jalen and Jason need to, need to pass the ball. Sure, you know what? He, he might be right. Maybe you don't need to say that, but like it leads me to the actual title of this segment: What the fuck is going on with the Boston Celtics? Right?
1: I'm I'm, I'm fucking done. I, I listen. I I don't care that it's seven games in. I know you was giving me shit last night through the group chat saying that it's seven Not games. pissed off. Yeah, you definitely were. I I, I was pissed off, <laughs> and I and I'm still pissed off to this day. Like it's just it's unbelievable to me. You're up 19, 19, and once again, even when the game was getting away from you in the second quarter, Jalen Brown goes on a 10-0 run by himself to basically bring you that to the game. And that's what sucks us in, right? It sucks us in. It's like, oh man, like, you know, this guy's different. That guy's different. It's still, we're still playing two on five. <laughs> we're still playing two on five every fucking night. It doesn't make sense. I'm over it. And it's just like, they wanted, they pick a team, we are still pass the ball. And once again, South, listen, my response was not wrong. was you, you, you not the guy to say that shit, bro. You not that guy. <laughs> and the fact that you had no assist in the game last night, don't take shit, bro. Because you, you one for seven all the time. Don't, don't be that guy. Yo, know, listen, Brad Stevens, listen, you, you earned. You, I came back to call you Brad Stevens because I thought you had a really good offseason and you did, right? Bringing back Horford has been, has been awesome. Cause Al Horford's been our best player through the first seven, eight games. That, that's not debated. Need to go. Like, say his ass to Logan Airport tomorrow. Like, bye. When they get down to Orlando, leave him there. Help. Talk to Orlando, boy, getting Terrence Ross. I'll take Terrence Ross right now over, over Josh saying Go, go get him. Let him enjoy him, him and his family go to Disney World and enjoy the time. Because he, he and his cancer is making more comments off the court than he's, he, his impact off the court is way greater than his on the court. He's not doing shit. So it's just, I just, there's so many things that's wrong. There's not enough time on the show to break down. I need another hour to at least to talk about the bullshit that's going on. And I'm just like, we, and listen, I, I got to take a shot at me. How many times I tell the ball horses got to go right, Horseshoe's got to go. That's I've said it, said it numerous times. Yes, yes, he was a good coach, but you know, his his message clearly became stale. This shit is proving he was not the main fucking problem. He was a problem. He wasn't the main problem, and Ebe's not the main problem either. But at this moment, I'm just like I'm I'm at my wits end. I just I don't know what to say. I just I'm I'm in loss of words. It's Jason. It's Jason Tatum. But it's not just him though. It's not just him. It's not just him. I I, I it's the easy it's but it, I was I'm at a loss for words, right? It's just it's 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 extent. Um this ironically, I think we talked about that. I don't know if it was with Abby, we talked about it over over Joe Sway. I can't remember which interview it was, but we talked about Tatum and Brown becoming the new Pearson Walker, right? Paul Pierce was very much like this early in his career. The immature guy, but oh, great! Tatum's not going out like that, but going out, you know, saying certain things to the coach, him and Doc getting into it, all this stuff, right? And then they trade Antoine, trade Antoine, make Paul the captain, you know, Pierce Evans had to kind of grow up. They have another season where they go, they're kind of bad after missing the playoffs. It really looks like that. But what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, the reason why I brought that up, this Perry may have to split now. And I'm like, once again, DK, you, you hear this, brother? I, listen, you you took the bullet early on, and you know BNBK was was on your head right away. And I still stand by that. Actually, I thought it was too early when you said it last year. I did. I'm not gonna back off that. But now is that time because once again, you got to send a message to this team that yo, this is no longer acceptable. So my thing is, if, if, it, if it's Smart and Brown, if it's Smart and Brown, it can't like two two of those guys got to go. So whether it's Martin Tatum, Smart and Brown, like regardless, Marcus Smart got to be involved in the deal. Send, send him, send him elsewhere. Maybe Jalen's first rings elsewhere too. Uh, I personally think that. uh, Oh, guys, I was talking to someone about this earlier. About I, I forgot where I said. Oh, to Utah. So if I wait, let me ask you this: Would would you trade Tatum? Craig, you can chime in on this too. Would you trade Tatum to Utah for Donovan Mitchell? Yes.
0: For, yeah. So,
1: to, I, so I to me because Donovan Mitchell and and Jalen Brown are are super tight. I I I think with Mitchell Brown you know, whatever combination you want to brand having the some other like that, that they would actually make the call the solid with that team because Donovan Mitchell gets it. He he understands that. Okay. I think he, he's from his area too. He's from New England, So he, he would fit into here in this culture. Day one, fans will love him. He still fits the timeline because him and Jalen are both 24, I think. So like, I would legitimately think about training Tatum for Donovan Mitchell. And I know there's going to be folks that hear this. They think I'm out of my mind and that's okay. But I this iteration of the Celtics, this version of the Celtics, I, I can no longer fully support. Do I love basketball more than anything? Absolutely. You're talking to the biggest basketball guy on on the show. Um, but it's just like I can no longer <laughs> openly support this bullshit. And that's what it is. Like, and it's not just the coaching, the coaching hasn't been great. The def- the defensive lapses, and it's like they and the the worst part is. They've had flashes already this season that when they locked in for real, there's maybe two or three teams that really could beat them. That Charlotte game showed me everything this team could be at its peak. They're going to score like crazy. And then when they need four or five stops in a row, they're getting that. Even last night, they showed it. They showed it for for, for 38 minutes, or for 30, not even 38 minutes, but 33 <laughs> minutes. They showed when we're locked in, You cannot fuck with it. Chicago's the best team in the East right now. New York is one of the best teams. Like, they played up to their competition. They played up to it. They haven't won, but they played up to the competition. But it's like, at some point, it's got to turn into wins. And it's not happening. They have been bad since, you know, Mike's heat took us out of the playoffs a couple (laughs) of years ago. Like, that's what's going on. They beat us at six. And whatever heart check that Kemba was talking about, that that heart was ripped out of them at that moment. And, and the, heart, the heart was ripped out from Bam out of bio's block a couple years ago to now, it's been all downhill. I'm fucking done. So
0: I, I think it's going to be tough for me to follow that rant. But what I would say is, you know, if if we're under, if we have this consensus that Jason Tatum is the guy, right? As he's been anointed, as he's been, as we've been told by every uh, basketball guy, not not you guys, but you know, uh, in the national media, you know when it's not your night, so you make others better. And what he did in the fourth quarter last night tells me he didn't either. He doesn't care or he doesn't know. One is ignorance. One is punishable, right? So if you don't care and you need to get your eight shots in, you, you you just can't do that. You really can't do that. And I think you know, last year when I said it, maybe I was a little too soon. I could still be wrong. This is the final year that you have to test this. If Tatum and Brown. Do not elevate the people around them to get this team, which it's not the greatest Celtics team that we've seen of all time, but when they all like as you said, lock in, they can beat pretty much any team. If they don't make if they don't make a deep Eastern Conference run, I'll say right now, if they don't get to a final, you need to move on from one of them. Personally, I would move on from Tata. Now, here's what again, we just listen. And breathe when you're listening to this, uh, or, or however you're doing it. You need to accept the fact that whoever you send elsewhere is going to go on to have a dominant yeah. NBA career. It's going to happen. You're not going to win in this in this situation in terms of losing talent. You just might win championships. And and for me, and for most of the Celtics fans, that's really all that matters because Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown are two ungodly talents, and. We saw them play together, and it's amazing. But sometimes, talented players like that don't mesh very well. They just can't elevate each other. I think that, personally, I think that they're too redundant. I don't think that they do anything differently, or not anything, but they they don't do too much differently to to, to impact the team. So, we're we're here. It's Tuesday, November 2nd, you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this. This is it. This is the last year. And for me, move on for Tatum.
1: Right, so this is the issue, right? There's a lot of things that came to my mind as you were speaking, right? So what we continue to forget, and even though I cannot stand this pun that I'm about to give credit to, um, his name is right? He brought up a few years ago, and he wasn't wrong, you know, especially not wrong now, but he wasn't wrong then. But, you know, once again, he took the bullet a few years ago. Tanner Brown really was supposed to be here, honestly. The plan was Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving. That was the plan. And you got Kyrie, you know, kind of through a back channel. You got Kyrie. So, it was supposed to be Kyrie and AD. And then, you know, whatever parts you could fill in. And then, you know, my God, him and Gordon Hayward, your third option. My God. we 18 would have been here immediately. But, once again, that's a whole other time of the day. But, I think about that. Also, uh, speaking of Hayward, the worst thing that happened was that he got injured in 2017. Yep. That's the worst thing that happened. Because once he went down... And you gave them the keys. And it's like, with any young guy, right? It's not, it's not just because this them, any young guy, right? I think it would have been different had you gave them the keys from the jump. Like it was just like, okay, this is y'all, whatever. But Hayward was coming in, he was the big signing. You traded Calvin for a month later. Jalen Brown gets put to the bench. Well, no, Jalen Brown ended up starting, but you know, still had Horford, you know, still had Marcus Moore. So we was still a veteran leading team uh that 2017, 2018 year. But obviously, between injuries and trades, there's a lot of things just end up happening. You know, the hospital assaulted were born. So, you know, Rozier catches fire. R- really, truth be told, now hindsight shit. Maybe they get to a finals with Rozier, Brown, Tatum, Horford, and Hayward. Who knows? Maybe. Because even that's still a very talented team without a Kyrie Irving. But I get it. They were in panic mode. They, they felt it in another All-Star of that guard. That's why they got Kevin Walker. Listen, at the time, I thought it made sense. I yeah. know hindsight is 2020. So you can always say it didn't it work out. Yeah, it did work out fine. Uh, But at that time, it made sense to go get replace another All-Star with the All-Star, a guy that they were going to like playing with, which they did like playing with. And, you know, it it worked for 30 games. (laughs) Uh, And then, you know, he chose to play a million minutes in the All-Star game, and the rest was was history. Uh, But just back to the Haywood injury. Yeah, him going down changed everything because once the keys were given to them and they had that one, Tatum's first year, where he was showing, like, look, I am the future, like I'm not next, I'm now, and you know, we all bought a lot of secret because I was talking cash shit to anybody that wanted to hear it he was he was money, and so was Jalen Brown, especially in that Milwaukee series, right? I remember that game four when they both went for thirty plus, and I was like, oh, I said, <laughs> oh, this is I mean we got these two guys next to Kyrie and Hayward next year. How did they lose? Well, they did, but <laughs> it's like God, damn it was like like really, um. But yeah, that that was the worst thing that could have happened. So now it's like, okay, I feel like if you do trade Brown, Jalen no. Brown becomes no. I'm saying I, I'm saying I, I just feel like that's who I I just I, my gut just says that's who they end up trading, right? I just feel like that's what they would do. They end up trading Brown. How they trade up Walker? Because I see Brown like I see Walker, and another guy's an all star, gonna get something I like. But Antoine goes to to Dallas plays well, whatever. Goes to Miami, he wins before Pierce, and I remember being pissed. And I can totally see that happening now. If they trade Jalen Brown first, you can guarantee wherever Jalen Brown goes, that team would either go into a conference final (laughs) or they're going to win championship and we're going to be sitting there like, wow, Jalen Brown really won an NBA championship and whatever in a few years before before Taylor. So that's what I can see happening. And that would be like, I might be ready to jump off the second bridge if that happens. Like that, I'd be, I'd be wild.
0: I'll also say this right now. So hopefully when you jump, you have a bungee cord. I firmly believe that Jalen <laughs> Brown is going to win a championship before Jason Tatum does if he does leave. And if he stays, yeah. I think Jalen Brown will win a championship before Jason Tatum does. I think Jason Tatum has all of, of, of the things that you want to make a, 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 like a great a top five NBA player in terms of stats. Mm-hmm. I, I I said this in in, in, the, in the group chat. I just wish that when he drove to the basket, he drove to score, and it, he didn't drive to draw uh, to draw a foul. And that is, you can tell. I get it. That's the name of the game now. I get it.
1: He he, get, he gets fouled. He he gets fouled a lot, and they don't call it. Like like, it like even I think about the Washington game, right? And this was like in the first overtime. I think of I think of, in the first second overtime, but you could tell Bill clearly hug them. You could tell, like, TV in person. You could tell Bill literally hugged that man, and they just swallowed a whistle. And it's and I told I, I I told Bobby I said this is why Tatum gets pissed. I said I'd be pissed too if I'm getting held. So I call and I get it but if you don't if you don't hold Tatum and you just say hey he's gonna cook your ass every time one on one you have to scratch full grab against him or he's gonna same thing with Jalen you have you have to kind of cheat against these guys because if not. As you saw last night with Jalen Brown, you're going to get worked. Every second, that's how good these guys are individually. Um, and they know it too, which is, you know, part of the reason why the ball move is not what it is. But, um, so, you know, it goes back to that smart point. Smart was right, but he's the wrong messenger. Been, been fine. Been fine I didn't, I didn't find, I didn't find that Horford said it. I didn't find, really, actually, I don't know, never mind. I was the only guy that said it. And I, I love, you. I love the fact that he talked about how he felt that it was on him. It's like, it's not, sir. You, you have been the saving grace and I knew he was going to ball when he came back. He was like, oh, he's 34 years, 35 years old. I'm like, he didn't fucking play in Oklahoma City. He literally got treatment all year. So like, he's feeling great. He's jumping over people, jumping around, blocking everything in sight. The double big lineup works a lot better this year than it did last year because, I mean, Tristan Thompson just wasn't, just wasn't good at all. You know, he had a few moments. like He was really good in the playoffs. But other than that, he wasn't like great throughout the year. So, yeah, Horford's already paying dividends in that regard, but yeah, something's got to give though. Something has to, we need a Wolves bomb, Sanders bomb, whatever. Two like quick
0: it. things before, uh, b- before we wrap up. The first thing, now I know that there are circumstances that will not come through to this, uh, to this analogy mm-hmm. or to this uh, comparison that I'm about to make. But if I were to tell you that five years ago, you would have J- uh, uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And over the course of that five years, you would have shrouded them with Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker, and Gordon Hayward. And then tell you that you did not have to have a championship to show for it, what would you say?
1: That would are the Philadelphia Eagles of the early 2000s. Failure. failure, so yeah. failure. Yeah.
0: It's a failure. At least
1: they got someone, though. They got to one. So yeah. we need we need a TO. Who's gonna be our TO? That, that, we need a TO that's gonna say, Hey, get on my back, we're gonna get there. Because these are the reasons why they got to the championship. It, it wasn't McNabb. So yep. wholeheartedly so, yeah. agree. Yeah, and uh, so we need we need we need our TO. I don't know what to me, but to me, Darvin Mitchell could be that guy. I I, I think that he, he he is that. Boston fans will love Darvin Mitchell the minute he step on the floor. The minute he steps on the floor. Because Darvin Mitchell doesn't, he only knows one speed. And he is the D weight of this era, in my opinion. You want to talk about a guy that gets to the line, who's going to drop 40 on your head when he needs to, who's going to defend, even though he's a little smaller, but he's going to defend when he needs to. And once again, he has a chemistry with Jalen Brown. That And so, if we're talking about getting rid of Tatum. You want to say you were, you were building around Jalen Brown? I I promise you that Donovan Mitchell is that guy. Now I don't know if Utah thinks to do that. To me, I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, T- Tatum was bigger than than Mitchell. You know, Ingles and Conley could be the could be the playmakers over there. And then you got Robert. Ro- I think you would see Tatum first over there in Utah. Honestly, um, playing next to someone like Robert, this defense would be better. Uh, so on and so forth. So um, and then Chris Snyder preach this ball movement like you cannot play for utah if you don't move the ball so it just feels like that since jerry sloan so that's just something they literally they they have a utah jazz symposium it's hi hello welcome to salt lake Two <laughs> you move the ball low top. like that's that's just what it is <laughs> uh that's what it is there in utah so yeah so listen think about it something's fans listen you're speaking to someone who never wanted to see this door break up i don't want to see antoine and paul break up either like I I have a picture of them in my uh well not in my, in my mom's house I, I love them both I want them to win here but if not like we something got to give.
0: but just to be clear when that duo broke up they both won a championship
1: right so I, I'm so if that's the case I'm, I'm here for it but I want them to win together I was I wanted Paul and Antoine to win together I just felt that just felt more organic because they both got drafted you know what I'm saying like just yes. like Pierce, just like Tatum and Brown got drafted that to me. It, it really is similar things, right? It really is. Now, I mean, they wasn't great right away uh, meeting uh, Pearson Walker, but you know that run against the Nets. But that once again, that team, you never questioned their the heart. heart. Yeah, you never, never questioned that. Also, that game three against New Jersey you said it all, right? You 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 never questioned that. So the game five against Philadelphia that year when they blew them out in their building. I mean, or well, they blew them out at the at the, at the at the at the then the Fleet Center, right? You know, you just never question it. The game against Al Harrington. <laughs> Uh, when Pierce is staring them down not knocks down to three, like you, you just, there's so many moments you can go to. Uh, and like I said, Pierce, uh, Tatum and Brad have had some moments already in the playoffs and you like, okay, you know, the, these guys are game time when, when it matters most, but I don't know. But like I said, you, you said it perfectly, brother, when you said that it's, it's this year or, or never. Once again, DK, we give you your flowers while you're still here, brother. You took the bullet early on. Like I say, I didn't agree, like I said, at the time, but like I said you were ahead of the curve and, uh. You know, like I said, like I, said I'm, I can't fully invest. I'm going to watch because we're going to talk about him on the show, but, and I'm also going to be starting working at the garden. So I have to see this bullshit itself, <laughs> so, but I'm not happy about that, but it, it is what it is.
0: Real quick, 30 seconds before we go. What happened to Bobby's rookie of the year candidate, Peyton Pritchard?
1: I, I don't know. And, and, and it's a shame because him and Nismith need to be playing. And so is Romeo. This team needs energy. They need energy. I mean, and those three guys provide that. I get it. Email's looking took me for wins. So he's not looking to develop the young guys right away. But I if you like, look back at last year, there's games that we don't win without paying Pritchard or Neal So what'll be well?
0: Pritchard's playing 14 minutes a game. Uh, not, a, not a lot. Not uh, I mean, He should get a little bit more, but two points. That's what he's averaging. You got to do more. I, you have to do more. Well,
1: he, he's got to be more. But it's, it's, it's just like, my thing is, what did him and Neesmith do that they're back in the dark. So, I mean, Grant Neeson wasn't playing under Brad last year either, so it wasn't like that. Like, Perry Pritchard was playing more, but I just, I don't understand why that's the case. Maybe he makes because protecting him because of, of the mask engine. I don't know, but it's just like, listen, you're not at liberty to pick and choose when to play certain guys. The only guy that should be at the end of the bench is Bruno Fernando. Um, actually, you know what? Hernan Gomez is the season one time. I like what I saw him in the preseason. Like, to me, you know, you need to switch things up. Like, it's it's okay to, to switch up this second unit should be one of the best second units in the league. It should be on paper. When you look at Register coming in, have either staggering, Horford or Williams, you know, and then maybe having brought a Tatum depending on how you stagger the minutes, like that they should be one of the best second units in in the league. This is not Jeff Teak out there coming out. This is not Brad Watermaker coming out there, but but you need that. You need that. So I, I, I don't know what they do from here. I really don't. Cause I, like I said I I I no longer have confidence into any game they come into. I really don't. And that I'm like I said that last night's game broke me. I, I have to be honest. It, it broke it was at, there, there's no game they come into thinking I think now they they have a shot to win. And Bobby asked me for the game last night. He like, said, "Hey, you think they got a chance?" And, and I said, "They do." And it, it what's wild? I told him a few years ago. I said, "This season, this rest, this Celtics season is going to mirror." the Red talk season, meaning that they catch fire when no one thinks they will and they'll get to at least the you know, diversion of the compass finals. But we can swash that. After after yesterday, I might like, I just fuck it. And this and I I understand that, you know, this is you know, early on, but this has been happening since Bam Adebayo block was blocked in the bubble. So my bubble has burst it, pun intended, and I'm I'm over it. I'm done.
0: The Celtics are on pace to go thirty and, uh, 31 to 51 this year. So with that, uh, for Sean Buchanan, my name is Michael Marcangelo. Thank you so much for listening to Missing the Point, and we'll talk to you later.
1: Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session free from bias on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of US politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, and ElectraCast production. ElectraCast. ElectraCast. Welcome to tuning in to Sound being